And welcome back to episode number two of the Growing Up Dad podcast. Number two. Yes, right. Yes, sir. I'm your host, Banks. With me, as always, my brother from another, Pretty Ricky. That's what they call me. I don't really call you that, but I mean, you say so. Hey, hey. Stop hating, bro. Stop hating. Ain't really nothing to hate on, though. I mean, that's you hating on Pretty Ricky. That's what they call me, man. What you gonna, you gonna see the grind on me shit or like whatever they say? <laughs> nah. Okay. See, they stole my name. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, we gonna keep it moving. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's up, man? So, how was your how was your week, bro? Man, week was good. Uh, on Saturday, had a couple basketball games. Coached the kids. Kids did well. We 3-0 and now. I uh, got okay. two teams, uh, Coach Imani, Coach Amari. Uh, both of the teams is 3-0. Then it was Amari's birthday party. Had a good time out there at main events. Shout out to, to everybody that wished him happy birthday on Facebook and on all the social media platforms. He says thank you, and he was excited to play his games that he got. He couldn't wait to go, Dad, I want to go buy me a new game. I'm like, hold on, son, hold on. But other than that, yeah. He burned the hole in his pocket. Yes, sir. Other than that, it was great, though, man. How was your week? Man. I was going to say something else, but man. <laughs> so, it was it was a rough week at work, bro. Like, work, I was done with all 40 hours in, like, three days. Oh. So, I had a I had a longer weekend. I had Thursday through Sunday off. And then I didn't even go in today because my back was bothering me and my stomach was bothering me. So, it was it's been a long weekend. But, uh, no, nah, work was rough. Got through work. Weekend comes. And then uh, we got some stuff that we're going to kick off with the podcast this week right. based off what happened, which, by the way, uh, we definitely greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate everybody that listened to the first episode. Everybody. Uh, we got way more listens than I thought we was going to get the first episode. So definitely thank you guys. We are still pinning the uh, Spotify approval, and I know we got to work with Apple to clean up some stuff they wanted or what's missing. We got to find out what's going on with that. But we will definitely be on other avenues for podcasting within the next week or two here. So, again, shout out to y'all. We definitely appreciate it. Keep up with the feedback. We love y'all for it. Um, but, yeah, back to my weekend. So, definitely was interesting. Uh, my sister hit me up, said my nephew wanted to have a talk. So, that was uh, – You got to find the talk, bro. Man, the, the birds and the bees. The, <laughs> the you know, the, the hitting it. So that was that was unexpected, and then through my own fault, man. Like, I wasn't prepared for it, honestly, because even though he lives out here in Arizona with us, like in my mind, I completely omitted my nephew from having that talk with me. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm thinking I got like a couple more years. My son's only three. I'm like, oh, I still got more time. I ain't gotta have a talk yet. I'm good. Nah, man, I had a <laughs> had a, had that talk this weekend. So uh, yeah, that was that was fun. We get into that a little bit later for one of our topics. And then what I thought was completely dope and it actually really touched my soul was uh, my niece through marriage, if, if anything, uh, came out as bisexual to us this weekend. Mm. And I say it touched my soul because I ain't been around as long as my wife has in her life or okay. her other uh, T.O.s and T.S. So for her to feel that comfortable, you know, sharing that information with me, let me know, hey, I'm doing something at least good in her eyes, which is fucking dope. I'm happy, you know, I'm doing my job as an uncle. That's what's up. And then B, I'm really happy that she felt comfortable, you know, bringing that to all of us and then having that open conversation. Like, I'm hoping that's the kind of conversation, you know, me and my, my nephew can have. Yeah. Where he's comfortable enough bringing everything to me. And then definitely me and my son when he's of age, when hell, I don't even know when that 
because now this kid's talking about everything. So I know, so, right? So yeah, man, it was uh, it was dope though. So I'm I'm very grateful that she brought that to all of us, and you know, that made me happy. Like I feel like I'm I'm actually doing my job as an uncle. So that was dope, man. And then other than that, man, that's about it. Like I, you know, I'm still a gamer. So I thought I was gonna get to play that Kingdom Hearts. I picked that up on Monday. <laughs> I played that shit like just until you walked in the house because I ain't go to work today. I, I have my work you. laptop, so that's like a, a first for me. I got you. <clears throat> like I normally, uh, when I get a game, you know, I get it at midnight. Played that same night a couple times in the week, but them days over. Apparently, man, like my nephew, and my ne- my son took over the TV, and that was uh. You got kicked out. That man. was it. Yeah, I got kicked out my own shit. So hey, it'd be like that sometimes. It'd be bro. like that sometimes, man. So yeah, uh, that's. That's about it, man. Oh, like we was talking about off air too. My son. <clears throat> <laughs> Hell yeah. You, you, fathers, man. Your kids, especially the young ones, is always watching. So definitely, definitely show them better than what you grew up with, man. Like, and it'd it be the little things that they watching too. So <laughs> my wife called me today and was like, Your son. I was like, Oh, man, what he done did? Nah, like, he over his grandparents' house today. I'm like, Oh, Lord, what he done did? What he broke? how much I got to write a check for, what I got to go buy. He had to really go pee at his grandparents' house. So as soon as he get in the house, he's like, nah, nah I got to go pee, I got to go pee. He get in the bathroom, first thing he do is, oh. <laughs> like, every guy know what that mean. Like, when oh, you been yeah. holding, like, you soon, oh. So his grandma cracking up. She's like, where you get that from, daddy? I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he uh he definitely been watching. So I gotta I gotta make sure you know I'm giving him some better stuff to watch. <laughs> so, hey, but you know what? At least he went to the bathroom. Yeah. At least he didn't pee on himself. No, you true. true. So I mean, yeah, we, you still give him that that dad habit, but you still teaching him right because he waited and he told somebody. Yeah, no, it's not a bad habit. I just thought it was funny that he, the oh, first yeah. thing he's doing is, oh. I, I ain't taking man. nothing away from a comedy ever because it is hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that was, uh, that had me laughing earlier pretty hard. And that's, that's about it, man. Everything else was slow motion. You know, I don't really, I ain't really watched the Grammys, but I saw my boo Cardi B won. Oh, my God. Here we so, go. Yeah, you know, it was a, it's a good night. Right. Good night. Got cheese on his face right now. Yes, sir. Ear to ear. Like, yes, sir. Really, really. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. So, that's what's up. No, that's about it, man. So, again, for those who may be joining us for the first time, this is the Growing Up Dad podcast. Um, again, we come at you week after week. Well, potentially week after week. Depending on how our schedules go. But, in theory, week after week, talking about different topics that affect fathers and, you know, how we feel about it. And just a couple of dope fathers talking about dope stuff that fathers do, man. So, with that being said, we're going to kick this podcast off with uh, one of two potential topics we got to for the day, depending okay. on how long the podcast rolls. And uh, based off what happened with me this weekend, let's go. that's what we're going to start it off with. So kids and sexuality, you know, let's talk about you know, having a talk with your kids, kids and their sexual choices. I mean, like, how do you how do you address that as a father? Like, how do you how do you feel about that? That's a tough one. Uh. I love my kids no matter what. I I don't think that it's a right or a wrong thing, whatever. I feel that it's a choice. Now, please, no hate mail. Don't be don't be throwing, trying to throw me under the bus. 
that's just my personal beliefs. If you believe somebody something else, you're entitled to your own beliefs and your own thoughts. And I am by no by no means am I trying to change how you feel about anything. But my personal beliefs is that it's a choice. But if that's the choice that they choose, I choose to support and love and be there for my kids. And I make them feel like they have they can't come to me with anything. Now, certain topics of what might come up with that, I may not be the best person to talk to about it, but I will give my best opinion of what's going on. Maybe give them different lenses to look through to see uh, both sides of a situation. Because at the end of the day, it's a relationship, no matter what, no matter how you do it right, with, right. with their, you know what I'm saying? If however they want to do it, that's them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So now you said there's certain topics that you you don't feel maybe that you would talk on, like topics such as what? Just like like. I guess, like, how do I get their attention? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not the best person to tell you if one of my sons come up and say, hey, Dad, you know, I like guys. I'm not the best person to tell you how to get the attention of another guy because that's not been in my lane at all. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so now I, I will say that find out what they're like, find out what they're interested in, find out who they are. So then by you knowing who they are, then at that point you can dig into your your creative side and go after what they like and show them that you but know I think, who they are. I think that's the the answer that you would just give for anything, no matter whether they like you know if it's a son, whether they like guys or whether they like girls or whatever. Like you talk to them like they're a person, because I mean that's what they're going after as a person. Right, right. But at the end of the day, if your son come after you, come to you and say, "Dad, I'm trying to get the attention of this girl." There's different tricks and stuff over time that you you picked up. Now, see, I'm glad you said that because I'm not teaching my son that shit <laughs> because... Bro, he is you. That's, and that's my whole thing. <laughs> I don't want him to be me. <laughs> Especially the younger version of me. I don't I don't want that. I, so, like, the thing... And this is why I was happy that my nephew wanted to have that <coughs> conversation with me because, like, yeah, me and my pops had the conversation, you know, the birds and bees conversation. Right, we right, talked right. about, like, the, the logistics of it, so to speak. Like, hey, this is what you do. This is how it happens. whoop de whoop that was it. Okay. It wasn't no well, shit. How do you talk to girls? Cause my nephew asked me that. Like, hey, well, how do you talk to girls? Right. What do you say? What do you do? I learned all that from my cousins. <laughs> and then some older gentlemen in the neighborhood that I probably really shouldn't have been associating with. I see what you mean. So that was those, those older cats that was, hey, boy, don't worry about her body. Just get her mind. When you got her mind, she all yours. And that's how that whole manipulative phase throughout my teenage years, throughout my early 20s, that's how all that shit was started. I got it was built on. So I don't, I don't want that. So that's why I'm trying to teach my nephew and my son. Like, hey, well, you know, how do you talk to your friends? But you know, why do this? Well, talk to her like that. Like, treat her like a person. But you know what though? Even though you use that skill, okay. So even though we use that skill in the wrong way, that's not a bad skill to have because. If you respect the person that you with and you don't use the manipulation in a bad way, but you use it where you making love to her mind and then you she so gracefully give you everything else that you're actually looking for. If that's the person that you want motherfuckers wanna, ain't doing that at sixteen. I get that, brother, but if you if you keep pressing that into their head, respect the woman. Make sure that everything that you do you're respectful about it. You make sure that you don't take nothing unless she allows you to have it. 
unless she, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's the conversation that I'm having with my 15-year-old son, and I've been having that conversation since he was like 10. Everything was always predicated on respecting the woman, no matter what happens. She say no, let her be. If she say yes, be respectful and be respectful with everything you're asking for and everything that she's giving it. Protect her at all times. And don't go through this to try to hurt feelings. You know what I mean? Right. So if he does acquire the skill to be able to find out what's in her head and stimulate her mind before he even tries to stimulate her body, that's a great skill to have. He may use it in the wrong way because he figured out something. But the teaching that he's learned is respect the woman. Okay. At, at all costs, respect the woman. You know what I mean? Okay, I feel you. So since your uh, your oldest son is older, how did at what age did you have that conversation with him, and how did that conversation go? That's a great question, sir. That's a it's a that's a difficult one for me because I didn't have the I didn't have the ability to have that conversation with him. Um, there was things with me and his mother where I wasn't allowed to always speak with him. Okay, and at the at the formidable years where I needed to speak with him or I needed to be able to visit with him or go pick him up and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't always allowed. Okay. I'll follow. I'll so, follow. I mean, so, well, knowing what you could have did then and then having a 15 year old now, mm -hmm. like, how do you, how do you approach that situation now? Like more in depth than what you've already said. Like if your son was to come to you, like, Hey dad, I really like this girl. Uh -huh. You know, I want to do, I want to do this and that. Like, how do you, how do you handle that conversation? I interrogate mm -hmm. him. Okay. And, and not, not interrogation. Like he in a little room, I got him handcuffed to a table or something like that. But it's more so, what do you like about her? What, what, what does she do? Is she just visually pretty? Or do you know what's in her heart and what's in her mind? You feel what I'm saying? So, and I know at 15, he's probably not thinking that deep as far as, like, what's in her mind and her heart. He probably, she's cute. I like her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to hang out with her. But by pressing that up on him, at least he gives him some information to ask for. So what do you do on your free time? What do you do on the weekend? So, again, what I'm trying to help him understand is, is that a woman is a precious thing that to have so if some woman actually come up to you and be like hey i want to date you i want to have a good time with you i want to hang out with you you need to respect her enough to be like i'm interested in her and if you if you're not interested be honest with her do not lead her on tell her i appreciate the gesture but right now unfortunately i'm not interested so the opposite of everything we did in our teenage years absolutely okay. sir because yeah. you know if some girl was <laughs> interested in me you know hey i might not be that interested in her but uh yeah so anyway keep me moving sir <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's uh there's definitely been times where I probably could have done a, a lot better and I definitely owe a lot of women multiple apologies and things of that nature I apologize Shit, I, I owe way more than that but I, yeah so <laughs> I don't know man I I think for me like it obviously depends on the kid mm -hmm. and the maturity level and everything but like conversation this weekend. Um, there's a Facebook group, uh, black men that I, I really like. Okay. So I posed the question in there, you know, to kind of get some ideas and bounce some ideas off other guys' head, father's heads and kind of see, you know, what they did when they had that conversation. And a lot of what I got was just making sure the kid feels comfortable. 
So okay. that was my whole goal this weekend with him was to make sure he felt comfortable. Like when he asked questions, you know, I would I was just open and honest with him. I was like, hey, okay. this is this is what I know. This is what I did. This is probably why I would not do that again. Gotcha. And the whole thing was like just being honest and like making him feel comfortable to the point where it's like, you ain't got to be embarrassed to ask me none of these questions, nephew. Like exactly. I done been through it. I you know I done been rejected. I done did this. I done did that, et cetera, et cetera. This is what I wish I'd have did different. This is what I did that worked. Wouldn't recommend doing that. But again, I want to be open and honest with you, and I want you to see the the good, the bad, the ugly, every everything there is to it. Absolutely. Because that that is what you're gonna open yourself up to when you start, you know, dating seriously. So it's gonna be good times. It's gonna be bad times. It's gonna be ugly times, and you just got to kind of roll with it so yeah it was uh it was definitely definitely an uh opening eye-opening experience for me but I'm, I'm glad again that the comfort level was there for him and i told him you know this conversation doesn't have to stop at this weekend because uh, right. we we work to really get him over here at least once a month to spend the weekend okay so he get more time with me and then you know we'll, we'll keep talking about it as we go and we text throughout the week or whatnot but yeah, man, that was uh, that was weird. I still, because I I literally like when I look at him, I was like, dude, you was just born. Okay. And then now I look at my son, and they even kind of favor each other. I'm like, yeah. I look at my nephew, I see my son. I'm like, oh, well, you was really just born. So why am I having this conversation with you? <laughs> but you know, he he preteen, he about to be teenager in another year or two. So it's oh, oh yeah, okay, well you know. All right, so we then might be having this conversation a little too late, honestly. Well, thinking back on the conversation that you did have, if you if you're gonna evaluate yourself and give yourself a straight, what did you like about what you did, and what would you have done differently? Self a straight, I think I give myself a grade. I give myself like a B minus. Okay. Um, because I really, I didn't force the conversation. Mm-hmm. I wanted to because I really wanted him to like open up more, but I didn't want it to seem forced. So I didn't converse with him throughout the weekend about the topic as much as I would have liked to. Okay. We maybe got a, in two days, we maybe got a good three and a half, four hours worth of talking, which is a lot. Right, right. That That's not to say that, you know, it wasn't a lot, but it, it could have been more. So I, I wish I'd have had a little bit more in-depth conversation about it. But again, these are conversations that we can have via text or when he comes over again next month and we can go more in-depth. Um, the thing I liked that I did was the comfort level. Like yeah. I was cracking jokes on myself. I'm like, yeah, your uncle was stupid. I did this. I did that. Don't do this and that. Like this is this is where that messed me up. And I got you. I was just honest. Like I just raw and uncut. Like I didn't filter myself. I I made him aware. Like yo, when you're here, you talk freely. If you feel like you got to cuss and say something, just go ahead and cuss and say something. Like I don't, I don't want you to feel like you got to censor yourself to try to like just just let it out. Exactly. So I think once he kind of understood that part, he opened up a little bit more. Um, I probably wish I would have thought of some more questions to ask him at a time. So that's where the B minus comes in. Like I should have been more prepared to ask certain questions, at least a line of questions like, well, what do you know? Why do you know that? Why do you? So I should have dug a little bit deeper. I think, I, I think just based on what you're, what you said, you gave him a great baseline because now he could go back and he can say, Oh, Uncle Steven's open. I'm comfortable with talking to him. And not only am I open to talking to him, now I can tell him actually what I know because he's actually listening to me. Right. So 
with what you're saying to be minus. I understand what you're saying, but if you if you would have pressed, you might have got a, a closed door. True. You feel what I'm saying? So by you not pressing, it may have opened it up even more for you for the next conversation. I hope I did, because you know I'd, I'd really want him to to be comfortable and not make a lot of the same fucking mistakes that I made. Uh, that's that's my biggest thing. And see, and, and this is the thing because you know he's open to it as he get older. I mean, as he's you know growing or whatever, shoot him a text and just ask him a question about it. not not too like a deep question or something, right. but just something right on the surface to get him a thinking. And you never know, you might get a long response out of that, or he might just be like, "Oh, okay, Uncle Steven got my back," and it's an ongoing conversation. Just a you know what I mean? Right. Okay, I follow you. Because, I mean, like you said, definitely comfort level is a, is a must because, like we was talking about earlier offline, like I'm, I'm super appreciative that my niece felt comfortable yeah. with the revelation. She kept me, you know, me, my wife, her other T.O. and her other T.O. with this. Uh, oh, for everybody back in Detroit, that's aunt and uncle. My black, <laughs> my, my black <coughs> ass moved out to Arizona and everything is T.O. this and T.O. that and Tapatio and Tahine and Taco this and... <coughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happened when you marry Latina, man. Like I'm, I'm straight Blacksican now, boy. Whoa. My tacos be on point too. <laughs> that's what's up. Hey, my street tacos be like you can't come, and I can't go home and like have regular tacos now. Oh, we made tacos. Nah. What is this trash? Like, what are you? Wow. Hey, ground beef. Everybody in the D. That's that's Heart. that's banks, man. Hey, man, I'm stuck up now. You can't come to me with like no ground beef tacos with some Taco Bell seasoning talking about you made tacos because you shredded some lettuce into me. Nah, get that shit out of here. Ah, uh, this guy. Man, I need I need carne asada. <laughs> where the where the pollo at? Like I need this guy, <laughs> this bougie dude right here. I am man. I'm I'm bougie about my taco. You can blame my wife for that. That's I'm what's up. Yeah, I'm bougie about my tacos now. Nah, that's that's all my wife's doing. But yeah, anyways, back on back on topic, man. How did uh? I mean, you, you told me how it made you feel. How would you have felt if that was your son or your daughter coming to you? Super fucking happy, in all honesty. Okay. Because if they felt comfortable enough to bring that to me, that means I definitely have been doing my job. Okay. Like, if you're comfortable enough to be like, Dad, I think I'm gay, or Dad, I'm bisexual, I'm like, all right, cool. That, to me, that's just a normal conversation. And you okay with that? I'm, I'm okay because it's not my life. Okay. I'm okay with that. I respect that. It's, it's my kids. Like, like, that's my whole thing with, like, my kid and religion. Like, everybody, oh, you got to get your son baptized. No, I don't. My okay, so we're going to put a pin in that conversation. Yeah, we'll put a pin in that conversation. But, like, it's it's my son's choice. It's like, it's not. My job, in my opinion, my job as his father is to make him an outstanding citizen that can contribute to society in a positive manner. Okay. Like, everything else he's going to do, he I'm going to let him learn on his own. And then he can make his own decision. Like, there's going to be certain things, like, as he's younger. Nah, son, you can't have free reign. You can have choice A or you can have choice B. So I'm giving you. you the illusion that you're making the decision. Right. But I'm still in charge of everything because I'm, I'm giving you the two choices. Got you. As you get older, you know, those choices will expand. Those options will expand, et cetera, et cetera. But, nah, man. I, I, Steven, at this age, really don't care what his child's sexuality is. Banks, at... 22 or 23? Hell no, nah, I want my son to be gay. I'm with you. Because it's it's a growth process on my part as well. Oh. So, yeah, nah. 22 or 23? This would have been a completely different conversation. I'd be heated. My son ain't about to be gay. Yada, 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 yada. Like, just straight up normal shit. 
at least with my mind, normal shit. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Because at that point, it was, I don't know why it was such a concern for me about my son's sexuality. Like, it's, it's my son's sexuality. It's not mine. I don't think that reflects bad on me as a father. Personally, I don't think. No, and, and, and like I said, I, I feel it's a choice. Some people feel you were born that way. However you want to take it, that's how you take it. I'm not putting my opinion on you. That's just what it right. is. But yeah, I, I, I really, I couldn't care less. Like, I'm not the one that has to, to live with that decision. You yeah. are. I and if that's you, what man. makes you happy, are you are you hurting anybody with it? The answer is no. Okay. Are you are you hurting yourself? No. Okay. okay. We, we pretty good there, son. Like, that's cool. <coughs> I like, I'm, I'm glad you feel comfortable, you know, telling me that. So, yeah, I really don't care. Like, I, at first, I was concerned, like, my niece was going to hit me like she pregnant. I was like, oh, shit. Now we got to roll over to this little motherfucker house with her, drag his ass out. Like, hey, <laughs> you got a kid to take care of, little motherfucker. Like, you, yeah, nah, chitty, chitty, bang, bang, bro. Like, you got to do what's right. Yeah. But when she was like that, I was like, oh, okay, thank God. I can deal with that. That's nothing. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm glad. I'm like, you know, I love you. I'm glad you're comfortable. But, that, oh, whew. All right, that's, that's a load off my shoulders. <laughs> wow. And it's not that teenage pregnancy is, well, I don't want my niece to have to go through a struggle in life. Yeah, she got right. her whole life ahead of her. And yeah, that's not to right. say that women who have children early can't build their whole life because I got a cousin that had a son in high school and she's doing fucking great and I'm super proud of her. But that's not everybody. You're absolutely right. And because I had a son when I was still in high school, I know the process that you have to actually go through. And you're absolutely right. There's some that... Because I had to go to a teenage parent program, you know what I mean? Yeah. To learn how to take care of my seed. But it wasn't all the people that were there. You're absolutely right there. They're probably not in great positions right now. But then there are some that actually buckled down and they, they, yeah. they got their stuff together. And they, they're amazing people, amazing parents right, right now. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I mean, to, to each his own. But, nah, sexuality in my, in my kid's choice, I honestly, I, I really couldn't care less, bro. And I know that's probably going to have some of my friends look at me like, Rory, you don't care? No. What? Why would I care? Yeah, it's because I, I'm, I'm with you on that. And there was a time, and I know a few listeners that's probably listening to this, going to be like, there's a few times that I expressed my opinion like, hey, that is a problem. But you, you're absolutely right. It's their choice. It's their life to live. I'm still their father, so if anybody tried to hurt my kid, then they're still on. You know what I mean? Exactly. But at the end of the day, Whatever they do in the comfort of their own home or wherever they are doing whatever they're doing, as long as they're safe, they're not hurting nobody, ain't nobody hurting them. I mean, we smooth. We Gucci, baby. Well, yeah. no, we ain't Gucci no we more. We're not Gucci, baby. Yeah, we ain't we not Gucci, Gucci no more, my bad. Man, we can't be Gucci. Nah, can't be. But, anyway. yeah, no, nah, we, we good. So, yeah, I don't, I, I couldn't, couldn't care less, honestly. Okay. And I'm surprised at that still that's coming out of my mouth. But I think that's just the growth process on on me at almost forty. So don't say yeah. stuff like that, bro. Hey, man, I say you know what? I say that probably because at one point I didn't think I was gonna be past twenty five. No, and I get that, and I appreciate that, and I understand everything you're saying with that. But don't say you're almost forty. You don't know what the struggle is, bro. I got I'll six this, months. It's more than I did. My back broke up. Like, oh, it's that almost forty back. You, you thought she was going to work today, didn't you? <laughs> nah, bro. Go ahead and sit down and take that ice pick or the ice bath or whatever you got to do. But yeah. I got six months, bro, and then I'm going to officially be 40. Hey, that's a beautiful thing, man, Dang. especially considering where we came from. Oh, yeah. 
oh yeah, I got I got past 18 and I was jumping for joy. Hit 21 and I thought I won the lottery. Hit 25 and I was like, yes. Okay. Everything after that is just it's house money. Yeah, house money. So it's good, man. And I feel like you know, as older fathers, you know, we we obviously got more experience that we can impart on our sons. So absolutely. Like I said, everything that I feel and know now, my conversation with my nephew would have been completely different. Had oh, I been absolutely. In my early 20s. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it probably would have been more in line <coughs> with the old pimp that I used to talk to. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Come <laughs> here. Come on, boy. Hey, yeah, man. Like, hey, this is what you got to do, youngin. I'm like, oh, word. Yeah. And then you go out and do that stupid shit, and then you wonder why you're in the situation you at. So, Woo. Woo. yeah, man. So that's. That's definitely worth uh, noting. I think we had a, a pretty good conversation on that. So let's go ahead and transition. Where we going? Where we going? Where we going? So let's go ahead and uh, talk about another topic we had brought up before, which is uh, cursing at your kids. You little mother. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like it's uh, it's mental abuse? And if so, do you feel like, you know, you cursing at your kids is something that re- requires therapy for them, for, for you as well as a father? Like, is that something you feel like you should be doing? towards your child? Oh, I'll put it to you like this. I got cursed at when I was growing up. And more so by my mom because I just basically got on her nerves because I was just bad for no reason. But she wasn't excessively abusive with the cursing, like berating me and degrading me and things like that. It was more so like, bring your ass over here. You heard me talking to you when I'm not listening. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, her cursing at me was based off actions that I wasn't doing when she was trying to normally call me like, hey, come here. And I ain't listen. Boy, if you don't get your ass over here, you know what I mean? So to a certain extent, no, cussing at your kids is not bad because sometimes the cuss word is is just put in place to get their attention. Okay. If you're, your kid is a little motherfucker here, a little fucking asshole there. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you just berating them and just making them think that they're absolutely nothing. Oh, my son is a little asshole, but he's my asshole behind closed doors. Absolutely. When I talk to my wife, like, your little asshole of a son did ABC. Abs- absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But to his face, you're not going to call him. You might, boy, get your butt over here. You know what I mean? Or get your ass over here. Come here, boy. You know what I mean? It might be that right there, but you're not berating him, making him feel small. You know what I mean? Right. Making him just, like, if you're doing that to your children, if you're if you're talking down to them like that, absolutely, that could be a mental a mental abuse. They okay. may need therapy, therapy for it. But if you do, like, a lot of the black parents that I've been in contact with where they just say a cuss word kind of to get your attention, kind of like, you know, hey, you heard what I said. Next next thing you you hear is gonna be that belt hitting your you know what I'm saying? So start talking like future. Boy, get your get your ass over here. Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah I'm with you. Cause uh them words and definitely come out my mouth a couple times already. When I just hit that last like, boy, if you don't just get your ass over here. Right. Right. I so I, I fully agree with that. And then um definitely with the therapy thing, man, I, I would feel I feel as though it depends on, like you said, the manner in which the conversation goes with the kid. Like, if you're always talking down to him or if everything is you little motherfucker this or yeah. you ain't shit like your daddy that or your mama's this. Or, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that. that's some toxic shit. 
Absolutely. I I feel, and this isn't to pick on, you know, one side or the other. I feel like fathers get the most of that shit because we always talk like your father. You do this like your father, whether it's a girl or a boy. Mm -hmm. It's always your, your dad's bad habits. Absolutely. We always talk about toxic fatherhood. Nobody ever really talks about toxic motherhood. Absolutely. So, and there, there was this one clip on Facebook that I saw, which we will uh, have to share when we finally get the damn Twitter page. I know, right? <laughs> going. Yeah, we've been, we've been slacking on that. But uh, we, we now we French. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I do>. Yes. <laughs> we. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. Basically, what it amounted to was his mother had told. Uh, her daughters, and it was three of them, I believe, that their father had raped them at an early age. What? Yeah. And so it was a lie. So mother and father took the lie detector test. Lie detector test came back. Father, clear as day, never touched his children in that way. Wow. But for like 20-something years, the mother kept the lie up, and they had wow. the children thinking that that's what their father did. And then when it finally came out, the video made it seem, I mean, it could be just for TV, so I don't know, you know, how that really went. But right. mom was pretty nonchalant in the, I apologize, will you accept my apology? No, bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. All my female listeners, I'm Ooh, sorry. Boy, I, don't know, I, I don't know her name. Man, I had a, <laughs> that's only why I'm calling you bitch, because I don't know you by name. <laughs> right. But nah, man, I had a, I had to walk away from my TV for a second, uh, my computer. I'm like, nah, son. Nah. Yeah. That's. That's toxic motherhood at its at its finest. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's not to say that you know one parent can well, one gender is more toxic than the other. But let's let's call it what it is. Like, a parent can be toxic. It doesn't matter the gender. Absolutely. And par- the word parent does not refer to gender at all. At all. It just it just refers to people that got kids. So yeah, as fathers, I definitely feel as though you know we should work on speaking. You know, not to talk too out of something else, but Work on speaking life into your children, you know. Work Absolutely. on speaking positive into your children. Like, hey, hey, little boy, you gonna be. Hey, I tell my son every day when I wake him up. Hey, son, time to wake up and be great. Absolutely. That's that. Those are the words I tell my son when I wake him up. There you go. Hey, trunks, time to wake up and be great today. And he go back to sleep. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a better response and hey son, your yogurt's ready. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, he, he more excited about the food to being great, but it's all good. I'm gonna keep talking to him like that. But yeah, yeah. You honestly, you never know because you hear stories about like people that that. Uh, what's your fondest memory of your father? You know what I mean? And it might be something that that you're saying like this that you'll tell him every day to you know he's out of your house or whatever, right. and that might be his best memory. Like. I knew my dad loved me because he always woke me up and said, Dad, let's be great. And since ever since I can remember, that's what I've been. I, I'm used to it. That was like my alarm clock sometime. You right. know what I mean? And if my wife listening, don't steal my phrase when he wake up. Get your own phrase. That's my phrase. She going to be listening. I know she listening. She was listening to the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. She gave feedback for you, too. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but I know, nah, she, she a thief. She's going to steal it. Okay. So, yeah. But she's going to forget. She's a forgetful thief. So she'll remember <laughs> for like three or four days, and then she'll forget it. So I ain't, I ain't really too worried about that right now. I got you. But, yeah, no, nah, man. So I'm I'm definitely all about, you know, being as positive as I can be verbally with my son. I try to I try to limit the cussing as much as I can because, I mean, this is it's part of my vocabulary. Cussing? 
Fuck yeah. No, really? <laughs> Shit, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. So, yeah, I, that's just part of my everyday vocabulary. Like, yeah, I can, I can increase it when I need to, but, I mean. You know what? That was a great topic that we just had, that we're having right now is because just sitting here thinking about the things that I do say to my kids, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, like, verbally abusive to them as far as like you know cussing them out and stuff like that but i do think that i could breathe more positivity into their life right. like i still i do now but what i do now compared to what i could be doing okay as a father I, i'm i'm slacking and that's why our podcast is called growing up dad just having a conversation with you right now is like an epiphany to me that hey start speaking more positive to your kids right. on a daily basis even when they make you mad, get on them about, you know, whatever they did, but also tell them how great they are, how how much you enjoy being around them, how much, you know what I'm saying? Just right. being positive toward them. So, yeah, that's what, that's what, taken out of this one right here, that's what I'm going to work on going forward. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, I'm just trying to, since he's still so young, I'm trying to embed those habits in me early to where it's just, it's commonplace. Like when I got his haircut last week, I'm hyping him up for his haircut. Boy, look at you with that crispy lineup. <laughs> he only three. He don't know what I'm talking about. Right. But he's sitting up there smiling like, oh, daddy likes my haircut. Like, yeah. boy, look at you looking all Boy, look at you. Right, right. That's what's You're going to get all the women, boy. Uh, see? Boy. And but see that, again, earlier conversation, maybe he won't bend. I don't know. He three. No, not I'll like that. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. <laughs> not like that, but I'm just saying, like, we was talking about, you know, teaching him about that. Yeah. That's still sounding like the old man in the neighborhood. It do. We're going to get do, all yeah. the women. I mean, old habits is hard to break. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, you know. You know. Some, e- some easier than others. But That's why we're growing up. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, it's all about trying to talk positive to him and make him feel good about himself. So, yeah, that's that, what's up. that was the whole reason for that. So nah, I got you. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So, definitely uh, want to keep speaking positive to our kids. And then, also want to say, man, don't be afraid of therapy. It's Especially in the black community. We're black. We don't go to therapy. Nah, we need that. No, nobody, nobody needs to hear anything our problem. What goes in our house stays in our house. Nah. Absolutely right, right? Nah. Everybody that's listening to me of the African-American persuasion has heard that. What goes on in this house, stay there, right? Oh, yeah, I don't heard that. Plus okay, now. so but our community is suffering right now from mental illness that we don't even know about because we don't get help. PTSD that shit was real. embedded in us before we could freaking before walk they good. Even, they diagnosed it. That shit. Yeah. Embedded. So again, I, I was I was making comments as far as like, you know, making it comical as far as like. Yeah, no, I follow you. But you're absolutely right. We we just go get checked out. Just go talk to somebody. That's all, yeah, that's all I tell you, man. And then you'd be surprised who else went through because like. On my personal uh, social media and even just in real life, like, I, I openly talk about the depression I deal with. Yeah. Like, I've been officially diagnosed as having depression. And then that's why I always say my wife is dope because we don't never really know when I'm going to have an onset. And some some onsets are worse than others. So for her to still stick by my side after dealing with all that, that's why she always get what she wants. That's because she always starting to cut you. I mean, just, I just be real, bro. Yeah, well, you, you know, you that's scared. that part, too. I ain't really scared. Yeah, yeah, you is. You called me on numerous occasions. 
Like, Don't <laughs> be putting my business out there like that. <laughs> nah, I just nah, yeah, like, I don't want people like doing welfare checks. Like, hey, you okay? <laughs> right. Nah, man, I'm good for real. Like, I promise you. So, nah. But yeah, nah, man, I'm I'm very open about like my depression, and everything. Like, one of my my favorite tattoos. You can't tell because it looks like it's a part of my half sleeve, but I have the the semicolon tattoo. Oh, okay. And that's for you know having attempted suicide. Meaning your your story it doesn't end there, it's just a pause. Right. Your story continues. Right. So like I'm I'm very open with uh, you know, having loaded the gun and the gun jammed. That's it. I mean ain't ain't nothing else to ain't no big thing to talk about. Like, I'm still here because I have four really good friends that I grew up with that, you know, unbeknownst to them was always checking on me in their own way. I don't mm-hmm. think they was really checking on me, it was just, Hey, let's do this, let's do that. Let's go out here, let's go out there. So that was super fucking helpful to me. So that's you. why I say them dudes, them four know who they are. If I got it, they always got it. Already. Already. So, yeah, no, but I, therapy helps, man. Like, I didn't realize that, again, until much older. And, you know, I'm glad I'm here to say it, but, yeah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Yeah. And so I feel like if, you know, if you if you feel like the the mental thing or the the mental abuse or the verbal abuse may be something you need to work on, Go talk to somebody. Absolutely. There, there's no shame in talking to somebody else about it. You don't feel comfortable talking to a professional. Talk to somebody that you feel, as you know, that you recognize as another dope-ass father. Because I feel like as black men, specifically as black men, because that's all we can talk to, we don't have enough mentors. Like, get you an older dude that, you know, you feel like, hey, man, this dude really got his stuff together. As a father, as a man in general, I'm going to go talk to him. Yeah. I, I got a couple of them. So One of the great lyrics is, you can't help the poor if you're one of them. Stealing from that, you can't help nobody be mentally stable if you're not. Basically. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you don't know how to be, you don't know where to go, your local offices, local DES office, I don't know what type of wherever you guys are at, there's uh there's hell, worst case scenario, man, hit us up on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Reach out absolutely. to us social media. Like I may not even know you personally. But yeah. having gone through my own mental issues, yo, I will go out of my way to help find somebody in your area. Like, I'll look up a bunch of names. I'll do whatever I got to do to help you out. Like, Absolutely. I don't care. That's not even my area of expertise. I just, I know what it feels like to feel like you don't have nobody in your corner and want to talk to somebody. Absolutely. And most of everybody have to have insurance. And most of your insurance have where you could actually go get uh, visits from a therapist for just a copay, whatever your copay is. Yep. So, and they give you like, 15, 20 sessions, depending on your insurance. But yeah, definitely reach out to us. Send us an email. Hit us up on, on Instagram, on, on Facebook. Yeah, uh, Twitter, man. I mean, I, I don't, you know, we'll get it all set up this week, but I'm in all sincere, in sincerity with that. Like, absolutely. if you feel like you don't know where to turn, reach out to us. Worst case scenario, man, we will try our best to point you in the right direction. I mean, we, I got a bunch of fraternity brothers that are psychologists. Okay. That, you know, they are more than willing to help me with that as well. Mm-hmm. That's my wife's background too, so I, I can definitely, you know, look to help you find the answer if you can't find it on your own. But if you feel like, you know, verbal abuse is something you need to work on, get help, bro. Yep. Ain't no shame in it, man. Like you you like we said, you growing up as a father. You grew up as a kid, now you growing up as a father. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, and that's what this podcast is about, man. It's about us shedding some light on what we go through, but then also whatever we can offer to whomever our listeners are, if we could give them an idea of how to be better, 
we could give them some information of uh, what they can not do, you know what I'm saying, to keep their kids uh, growing up better than what they grew up. That's what we're here for, man. That's what we that's what we doing this for, you know what I mean? It, it's, it feel good to be able to reach out to people that you don't see on, a, on often, well, you don't see very often, but then on a weekly basis, they listening to you, and they could get some ideas from what you talking about. No doubt, man. So, with that being said, man, we at about the 45-minute mark. Pretty Ricky. Don't nobody call you that, Because <laughs> you damn for sure ain't pretty. Hey, but, that's what my kids call me. That's all that matters. Boy, you lucky they call you daddy. <laughs> but anyways, man, you got any uh, any closing shout-outs you want to give, man? <coughs> Go ahead and get the people your, your social media there. Yeah, I get. I want to uh, give a shout-out to... All of, all of the listeners that did listen, all the listeners that intended to listen, uh, but may not have gotten around to it, it's still posted up there. If you need to reach out to us, Instagram, Grown Up Dad. Uh, mine is my handle is uh, Texas Man, M A A N. Reach out to me, reach out to me there. Uh, Ricky Williams on um, Facebook, reach out to me there. Um, yeah, just let us know what you think. And shouts out to, like I say, shouts out to everybody that listened. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all coming back uh, again this week to listen to this one. Yeah, definitely want to double up on that shout out, man. Thank you guys again for listening to last week's episode. Thank you guys again to theoretically listening to this week's episode. We look to come back with y'all next week, follow up with another good episode. Um, again, if you want to reach us via email, reach us at growingupdad at gmail.com. That's G-R-O-W-I-N, updad at gmail.com. If you want to hit me up on Twitter or uh, IG, hit me up at Steven Cigar. Yeah, that sounds dope. I'm trying to get the cigar thing off the uh, off the ground still, too. And then, uh, yeah, man, we appreciate y'all as always. Um, hug your kids, man. Love your kids this week. Do something with your kids this week that you've always wanted to do that you've just been putting off. That's yeah. that's what I challenge every father to do this week. It's something that you've been wanting to do with your kids, but you you just been putting it off for whatever reason. Go ahead and get it done, man. So everybody have a good week, man, and we will see y'all again next week. Peace. Peace.